Anger shrouds Thea's vision and engraves a line of pain from behind his eyebrows to the interior of his right temple, much worse than what has seemed unbearable for the past three days. These fools. He staggers under the weight of the stupidity, mentally, mentally keeping the outward calm that has sustained him for a decade. The earth will be at maximum eastern elongation on June the 17th, her greatest angular distance from the sun, a fact central to every proposal, scheme, and design that he has ever put forward. Yet Ballard still doesn't appreciate the urgency of the date. Even at the concession, even in Sir Harry's offices, the urgency remains theoretical, mathematical. It's something an astronomer is telling them, They know he has charts that support the supreme importance of June the 17th, as well as geometric calculations and proofs, but the evidence remains intangible, only a celestial notion. The appointment is immovable, he declares, exhausting the last of his strength. Ballard swirls the liquid in his glass, and Thea records a distinct clink. They're breaking the equipment, Ballard says. They break the sand carts. They break the water tankers. They break the spades. It takes genius and diligent effort to break a spade. If we miss maximum elongation, Thayer mutters, we'll be well situated for weeks after. The engineer claims to know something about astronomy. He once navigated the empty quarter with a hoop sextant and a second-hand ephemeris bought in the Aden Bazaar. The flare is half the endeavour. Only half, and if we're a little late, it won't make sense to them. It will, Sanford. Thayer's eyelids flicker shut. Even in the darkened tent, the light's killing him. Light has always been his comfort, streaming down from the heavens. Now every glint, glimmer, and stray beam, no matter how suffused, rests on his sight like a splinter. Where's the girl? She's close. She's aware of his pain. We're making every possible effort, Ballard insists, suddenly severe with the astronomer, the man he admires above all others. Sanford Thayer is the equilateral's inspiration and its motive force, its high priest and its secular public face, a face recognizable to millions around the world. He's just as indispensable to the equilateral's completion as he believes. But the chief engineer does not answer to Thayer, despite the astronomer's influence with Sir Harry, nor to Thayer's private secretary, who oversees every facet of the project. With consent of the governors, Harry may dismiss Ballard at any time and exact financial penalties for the project's shortcomings, including its failure to be completed by June the 17th. There are contractual considerations that Ballard must always keep in mind, as he has learned in the course of a storied career in which the principles were often distant from the structures being raised. As an engineer, he knows that forces and stresses are not always material. Yet no human rationalization, no history of obstacles faced or surmounted, No catalogue of human weakness, no glum survey of eastern conditions, and no telegraphic eloquence 
will overturn the constants of planetary motion. Thea won't send the cable.